Hey, 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 what's going on, my beautiful people? This is your certified life and relationship coach, Coach Court. And in today's video, we're going to talk about when the fearful avoidant comes back. Now, uh, before I get into content, if you want my help personally, reach out to me on my website at www.fruitfulseeds with a Z at the end.com. Leave me that email no longer than two to three paragraphs long because it's really tough to respond to the emails that go on and on and on. And honestly, I may just ignore them because it's really it's really hard to go into the detail. And, and, and emails that end up being really long, it's more beneficial if you just went ahead and booked a session with me. So uh, if you want to join my membership program, uh, that's still available for you guys. It is 25 bucks a month. Uh, if you just want to show your support for me, uh, through the YouTube membership program, you know, that's lower, you know, $2 a month or $10 a month. Um, but yeah, that's there for you. And you can book the session with me if you want to get my help, my help really quickly. It sounds like an echo there. Or if you want to um, send me an email just for a quick reply, I can do that for you guys. I appreciate the community. I appreciate you guys. And as always, thank you. My mistake. Let's get to it. So today I want to talk about the fearful avoidant and what to do when they come back around. Now, I want to break this up into two sides of it. All right. If it's the fearful avoidant that is leaning more towards the anxious side, uh, when they start to show back up, they will most likely look uh, very remorseful. They'll be apologizing. They'll say things like I was meaning to call you or I'm so sorry that I disappeared. Uh, and they may want to uh, engage with something a little bit more substantial and say, hey, let's get together or um, let me make up for that date that we missed. So um, when they do come back, you just want to make it seem like nothing, nothing even happened. Like it was no big deal, because one of the most precious things we have to give in our lifetime is our time. So when a person that's fearful shows back up. And you, you want to make them feel like they're not, um, in, you know, I guess you could say in trouble or they're not. You don't have any ill will or ill feelings for them just disappearing. You want to make them feel like you understand them or give them give them that peace of mind that you understand why they disappear. Like, hey, no big deal, because you got to understand that the fearful avoidant, they get in their head really often. So you want to give them that support. He was canceling and supporting. Sorry, I'm reading the comment section here. I'm going to break it up. The monotony of this this session. Uh, busy giving you a thumbs up, coach. What's up, Glenn? My anxious FA came back, but didn't recommit and didn't apologize after a few months of hot and cold behavior and catch ups. I'm back in no contact. All right. So I got that's the second part of this love piece. He was canceling and rescheduling a lot. What if they reached out and they go quiet again. Should I reach out just to say hi? I don't want to seem thirsty. Um, if they reach out and you guys are talking a little bit, ask them to see them in person. Uh, because that's one thing if you, I, I like to call it, um, if you tiptoe around the pool long enough, eventually you'll get a sunburn. And the sunburn meaning they'll disappear again. So if they show back up, you know, ask them out on a date or not a date. You know, if you don't want to be that uh, that committal or if you don't want to be that strong with your approach, 
say, hey, I'd love to see you in person. Let's 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 block out a schedule sometime between this week or next week that we can uh, see each other. Re long distance. All right. Let's block out a schedule either this week or next week where we can get on FaceTime and talk to each other or Skype or Zoom or whatever it is you want to have like a virtual kind of date. All right. So the second type of person, uh, the, the fearful that's leaning more towards dismissive, when they show back up, uh, they'll most likely be more reserved and more cautious about reengaging with you. Um, I don't know, for whatever reason, they may have some some sense of guilt or some sense of shame for the way that they showed up. And they may feel like you're upset with them for disappearing on you. You want to give them the same type of support and let, you know, reassure them that, hey, it's not a big deal. I understand things happen. Um, and you want to, you know, kind of build a little bit more of a rapport with them to get them a little build that trust with them more in order uh, to get them feeling to feel safe and comfortable again. And then you'll ask them, you know, hey, I would love to catch up in person, you know, over text message is a little bit too much. There's a lot of things that get lost in translation. It's either we get on a phone together or like hop on a Zoom call or, or FaceTime or let's um, let's catch up in person. Let's go have some coffee or something. Um, or if you guys left off where you guys were full blown dating, Let's go out to dinner or let's go out for uh, something else that you have going on. I know it's tough because of COVID still. It's, the, the numbers are re, resurging again. So um, reach out to me for a coaching session. We can figure this out one-on-one with ourselves and, you know, kind of figure out a little bit of the history of the relationship and how you can, you can move forward. Let's talk strategy. All right, back to the comments. What's up, Lisa? Lisa is part of the membership program. I appreciate you. Thank you for being uh, so engaging and helping me out with this community. As an FA, I reached out and while I got a response, my ex didn't take it further. So I absolutely will not reach out again. Thank you, Selena. Thank you. If you tiptoe around the pool long enough, eventually you'll get a sunburn. So just dive in. You know, dive in. If I reach out and the other person doesn't seem like they want to reciprocate, then I will see that as a sign of rejection. Yes, that's, that's absolutely what it is. You'll feel rejected. Okay, the fearful avoidant will feel rejected, especially if they're leaning more towards the dismissive side. They'll feel that sense of rejection. But if they're leaning more towards the anxious side, that's like, oh, yes, I think I still have this person uh, in my good graces, or there's, I'm still in their good graces. So they'll be excited to go on a date and to see you again. My FA came back after three to four weeks and started love bombing. We decided to see each other, but after that, he started to pull away and just said, I'm sorry. Um, huh. All right. So how you deal with that situation? Um, if you say, I'm sorry, say, Hey, there's nothing to feel sorry about. I understand you got things going on mentally. Just so you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm here whenever you want to come back around. I'm here to support you. Uh, I don't feel I'm, I'm not here to put too much pressure on you. And I understand. But if you could just communicate with, with me and let me know, um, 
what is it that you need from me in order to make you not pull away? Like, do you want me to, in these cases, do you want me to uh, up my communication with you or do you want me to just give you your time and your space? And I don't know how long you guys been dating, but you know, that's, that's kind of a way to um, show him that you're not um, upset, even though he's, he's probably going to pull away either way. But just let him know that you're not upset and you're not trying to shame him for the way that he is. It just he just is who he is. And if you guys aren't dating, date other people. If you guys aren't exclusive, date other people. Jim Rohn said sometimes uh, patience isn't not is not what you think it is. So many people think that patience is just standing next to the stove waiting on the cake to be done. Sometimes it takes you to set the stove, walk away, go do your own thing, go practice dating, see if you find somebody else that you're more compatible with. And when that person comes back around and bing, you know, it's done, then then you re-engage. You don't have to sit on your hands or twiddle your thumbs waiting for that person to come back around. Because like I said in the beginning of this live session, um, time is the most precious gift you can give anybody. It's non-refundable. It's non-negotiable. You don't get an instant rebate. And at the end of your life, it's, gonna, it's only going to be one name on that tombstone. It's going to be yours. You know? One name. Spring break. Sorry, my kids here. Only one name on that uh, tombstone. All right. So how you live your life is, is, is purely based on um, the way you want to live your life. I was upset. I was upset and I'm in no contact three, three weeks now. All right, right away, if you get upset and you pull away like that, um, he's probably going to think that you're mad at him. So um, try to break that week, that no contact as quickly as possible. Say, hey, I, um, I just got really busy. I mean, and I was I was feeling communicate. All right. So I really, I, if, if that was the case, if you did get a little frustrated, say, yeah, I was knocked off center there for a little while because, you know, it really feels good when you come back around and then you disappear. Like it's it's uh, it's tough for me to deal with. But I'm not faulting you and I'm not shaming you for being that way. It is who you are, who you are. And. I would like to learn better communication skills when times like this re-emerge in the future. X reached out to wish me happy birthday. I gave a friendly response. He's not reached out again. That was over two months ago. I don't know. If you talk to these ladies right here, uh, if you didn't take any more steps forward, they probably still have their walls up and still on the alert that, hey, I may get rejected. This person may curse me out or may get upset, may may not want to hear from me. So communication. Communication is the key though, trying to learn how to be a vulnerable well say. And this is this is all like conscious level stuff that I'm I'm teaching here. If you want to go and learn how to do the subconscious work, reach out to a therapist, reach out to a counselor because I'm teaching you conscious level skills things that you have within your control. But you all know 
that the subconscious mind is responsible for at least 95% of the way you operate. And people who are, are trained in this, uh, cognitive behavioral um, therapists, they're able to help you uh, rewire some of those, uh, those subconscious programming. I mean, I can teach you things consciously, like, you know, knowing your self-worth, burying yourself in purpose, um, finding out your meaning in life and what you're meant to do. Talk about the, the things like Tony Roberts, the six human needs. Like, what are your top three human needs as far as um, a person and meditation? and affirmations and declarations and all those other conscious things that over time help it aids in helping reprogram your subconscious programming um and i can tell you that if i'm going to put it as simplistic as i can um, people who are anxious preoccupied we struggle with the scarcity mindset we have this belief that uh, the person that was sent to us is the only one that was meant for us is the only one um, that's going to help soothe our inner child and help um, help us feel whole as a person. And it's, it's just not true. Because you should already be a whole person coming into any relationship. And those other people are supposed to just aid in your journey and add, just add to your journey. You know, if you think about a plate of food, you know, if, if you're not a vegetarian, you, you think about the meat on your plate you know, the, the steak and the, the chicken press or whatever it is you have there. And then you have your side, your sweet potatoes or your um, green beans. View view yourself as being okay with just having um, the, the, the green, you know, like they say, the meat and potatoes. You're okay with just potatoes. And your life, everything else is the meat. Like your job, your your uh your kids your balance in life that's all the meat and then the other things is just you know a relationship this is one thing that the dismissals understand you know they don't need a relationship you know the the relationship will never be the meat on their plate it's just you know maybe the green beans um, which isn't healthy either I mean it's it's all about balance each of them are supposed to contribute in such a way that uh, it, it's well-rounded. It makes you well-rounded. But once you realize that, hey, I don't need meat. I can go vegan. I can go vegetarian and still be as strong as an ape or a gorilla. All right, I'm rambling. Sorry. It seems to me my FA responds best when I mirror his effort, her effort. Absolutely. She wants space most of the time, yet when she wants my time, then I mirror her effort. You know... I, I always I used to joke about it. It's like a cat, you know. It's like a cat. You scare a cat, they'll dart on you. They may run into the couch, go away for a while, and then you just have to sit there and wait until they come back. But if you try to grab it, it'll claw you. You know, so you gotta if you're thinking about a fearful of what you let them come to you when they're ready. When they come purring, maybe you have to pull out a can of tuna or something to get them purring, like offer like some type of um, date or something, some type of get together. Hey, I bought some, uh, I bought that ice cream you like. Uh, want me to drop it off at your house or, you know, or you want to come by and pick, have some ice cream, you know, lay it out for them. But it, it's got to be their idea though. And it's got to be 
um, in a way where they don't feel pressured, you know, because the instant that they and sometimes that pressure that they feel is is made up in their own mind. Like they'll come up with these expectations that they've never spoken. I wrote a quote on that on Instagram, I think a couple of days ago. They'll come up with these things in their own mind that they've never communicated with you where they feel insecure and they feel inadequate and they'll they'll project that onto you like you operate the way that they do. But a lot of this stuff they're making up with their own subconscious, like they'll then they they kind of uh, set you up for failure when they they've never communicated that with you. So they live in their head a lot. That's the. uh I'm not going to give too much because I had a, I'm writing a book right now. I don't want to give a little bit too much information. Yeah, Chad, uh, that's what I'm doing. I was usually the one to reach out and I admit I did a lot of chasing. If he wants to come back, that's up to him. Yeah, that would be totally up to him. You know, typically speaking, though, um, men do like to be pursued a little bit more than women. Um, I don't know the reason. It's just, it's just, I'm just telling you what it is, the things that I've, I've observed. Um, I don't know if it's got something to do with um, the way masculine and feminine energy work, but typically when the man chases after the woman, um, if, it's a, if it's a healthy-minded person, and they don't have any type of codependency issues or attachment issues, uh, it becomes a lot healthier uh, when the woman makes the choice. All right, let's argue, let's argue that down in the comment section. So let me know if you if you uh, feel that is the case. From what I've observed, um, that's, I don't know. I don't know why it works that way. I don't know if it's because if a man starts to pursue a woman, uh, she starts to look a little bit, he starts to look a little bit more feminine and like he he's not as high a value as somebody. Think about the guys. If you guys are, are on a dating scene, women, I want you to comment, all right? If you guys are on a dating scene, if, if I see old school, it seems backwards. Okay, so if you guys are on a dating scene, typically the guys that are in your inbox, they're showing a lot of interest you kind of get turned off to them and you think like, eh, maybe something better will come along. But that one guy that you actually want, you have a hard time letting him go. This must be some new school stuff. No. Let me see. What are we talking about here, Lisa? I'm old school, so it seems backwards. Men like to chase. Okay, so yeah, so there's a difference. I'm going to talk about that too. It's a difference between chasing and pursuing. All right, pursuing somebody is like you're showing interest, you're showing up consistently, and you're willing to walk away. When you pursue somebody, if you think about the old school movie, when people when movies when people are in, you know, it's an action movie. Somebody's being pursued in a crowd, and then when that person spots them, they may like disappear or something next to the chasers and the chasers start chasing them there that person's terrified you know if somebody somebody starts chasing you because when when you chase after women it gives off this stalkerish needy insecure clingy all the words you want to 
you want to associate with uh, it not being healthy. And it makes them feel like the it makes the woman feel like they're not safe. So there's a difference between chasing and pursuing. I mean, pursue is healthy. It's you're able to let it go. When she's not reciprocating her your interest, you let it go. So that's the difference. But when women chase after men or when women pursue men, uh, the woman is making the choice. And we all know from Dr. John Gray's book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, uh, women want to love in such a way where they feel free, where they make the choice to be with you. If you think about the, the Disney movies that you watch, um, which ones turned out the best? Which ones turned out with the happier, happily ever after? You know, there's a lot of things in the Disney movies. I, I talked about this the other day that really uh, can be applied to adult life and how things work in the, the right way, the healthy way. In, in um, Dr. John Gray's Women Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, he talks about how women make decisions based on emotional um where they're at, where they stand emotionally at that very moment. And men are logical. We're more, we're more like, all right, evidence-based. This is what it's about. Uh, this makes the most sense. And I can tell you, when women, when men are chasing after you, and it's not logical, they, they don't get the hint logically, and they get overly emotional, and they continue to chase after you, and, and you know maybe get upset and say some some brash words to you because you're not reciprocating your his level of interest. Those are the ones you start blocking and you start to feel like this is weird. Like you're becoming real feminineized and it just make you, it doesn't make you feel safe. Okay, I'm choosing to walk away because he screwed up and sabotaged the relationship because of his own fears. Then choose to walk away. I have never told anyone to stay in a relationship that is unhealthy for their mental health. Anytime you feel like you're starting to jeopardize who you are as a person, you're not eating, you're not sleeping, um, and that person isn't showing up and show you that they care and they, it's just, no, it's, that's, 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 a, that's emotional and mental abuse. And I, I, don't, I don't condone it. And I don't suggest that you stay in that situation. So, um, sure, do what's best for you. Like I said earlier, at the end, all I'm giving you is advice. That's it. My advice and my opinion. And at the end of your life, it's only going to be you. There's going to be no one else. It's going to be, I'm not going to say your name, but it's going to be only you. There's going to be one name on that tombstone. So, uh, I'm just here to try to guide you in the right direction or what I feel is my truth, you know, and my truth may not be other people's truth, you know, so I'm out of here. If you want my help personally or reach me, reach out to me on my social media accounts. Uh, Twitter is Coach Court 2. Instagram is I am Coach Court. Facebook is I am Coach Court. Thank you, guys. Happy Monday. I hope this is going to help you guys out. If you don't see another live session from me. If you don't tune in to another live session to me for the week, I hope this one was as valuable as it was, as it could have been for you guys. So namaste. Love you guys. God bless whoever you believe in. Peace.